What's going on, everyone? It is your girl, Queen Queen. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. I really appreciate it. We will be discussing many topics and things like celebrity gossip, politics, life lessons, and etc. Please think of me as that homegirl that you've been knowing for years. Remember, the motto is never judge a book by its cover before opening it up and reading it and agree to disagree. Just stand on what you're saying, period. So sit back, relax, please like, share, comment, give feedback, because remember, this show is for the people. Love, peace, and unity. What's going on? It is your girl, Queen Queen, and this is Hot Topics. Let's jump right into the first story. Transition video of me and my husband going from towels to dressed up together. This is not unlike what all kinds of different couples do on this app. My video went viral and I know we all know why. It's because by beauty standards, we don't make sense. The world looks at us and immediately values Scott more than me. And since we don't add up, people try to add things to my side of the equation to make it make sense by saying things like, oh, she must not have been fat when they met or, oh, she's gotta be rich. Or they try to decrease his side of the equation by saying things like he must be gay or he fetishes fat women. We've been made to believe that somebody who is physically fit like Scott could never in a million years be in love with or compatible with a fat woman. And that's solely because the world has literally taught us that we have to value our worth on our bodies. A woman slid into Scott's DMs and said, you should be with somebody who looks like me. She was thin and by beauty standards, a 10 out of 10. Here's the thing though, me telling myself for the majority of our relationship that I'm not worthy of his love because of my body is the exact same thing as this thin woman telling him that she is worthy of his because of her body. I'm undervaluing myself and she is overvaluing herself. We've both been made to believe that our value lies in our body. I get asked this question all the time. Do you get jealous when people hit on your husband? And my answer is always no. Most of the time people are put off by this or confused as to why not. That's because when people typically slide into his DMs, they're leading with their body first. And on the scale of what my husband values, how well my body fits into the beauty standards is not on the top of his list. He values my humor and my commitment and my love and my caring heart. And none of these things that he values about me change if my body changes. So when someone slides into his DMs leading with their body first, he's asking, but what else? Because he, like I, know that people's values don't lie in how well their bodies fit into society's trash beauty standards. And I get it. If this is the way you think, it's the way you've been taught. However, it is your responsibility to unlearn it. Okay, so it was a lady, uh, as you can hear, she was saying that she revealed basically about her and her husband doing a TikTok video. It went viral because her husband is very fit and she is, you know, a plus size woman. And she was saying that when they did the video, now remind you, thousands of others did the same video and they did not probably go as viral as her and her, her and her husband because people felt like that she was a plus size woman and he was a fit guy and it had to be a motive 
for them to be together. So do you feel like that when it comes down to opposite looking co uh, couples, that people are very judgmental? And I do feel, uh, what I feel about the situation is, it is very sad because like she said up here and say, instead of people just automatically assuming that they're in love, when it comes down to not only their looks and physical, they can't get past the emotional vibe. Now, I know we're all humans and we always feel like, hey, why is he with her and why is she with him? But it's also way more deeper things than just the physical. And I'm going to be real with you. It's always something deeper than just the physical. I have honestly been with a person and it hasn't been for their looks. It was solely based off of how they made me feel and their personality. We're not even on a financial level, but I'm just saying that it was just like the way they made me feel. Yes, it's true. You can grow to physically be attracted to a person, you know, over the time of getting to know them on the emotional level. So I do feel like that whether she was big at the beginning or small at the beginning, whatever it is about her he's still with her no matter what whether he is fit and he look a certain type of way he's in love and i feel like a lot of times people are so judgmental or trying to figure out why this person is with this person but in reality you sitting over there single you don't got nobody it doesn't matter about the appearance and i really do feel like i know when we first see a person that's the first thing we go for I ain't gonna lie. Oh, uh, I used to like my dudes with a little side of weird or a little side of ugly. Cause I, don't worry about them. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I have, like I said, for say, I have truly been in relationships where I have not been attracted to them on a physical level, but then getting to know them and how they treated me. I just, it's like I'm in love with them. So I'm gonna be real. I'm not gonna hot side and be like, nah, I don't see where that can come from. You have to be physically attracted to that person to make it work. So what do you guys think? Do you feel like that? That is so true in today's society that looks does matter. And it is uh it's definitely difficult to believe that a person that is uh like the opposite of another person like if you're dealing with a big person but you a fit person that's always work out do you feel like they are capable to honestly be uh in love or do you feel like it's like on some motor type of stuff they only with them for a cover-up they only with them to help them you know progress in life or as paying bills and get up on their feet do you feel like it's a motor so let me know what you guys think so it says laid off factory worker unseats charlie as top tiktok star with 142.8 million fans now a lot of people well basically the new york post had posted this young black man that basically had overthrown the highest paid tiktok star that was on a uh, tiktok and that was basically saying that he was the new person that had the most views the he's probably he's definitely getting paid the most and everything else but a lot of people are going off because they instead of them pronouncing him by his name they actually sit over here and called him a laid off factory worker 
And it was kind of like definitely disrespectful because of course the girl that, you know, that was the top TikToker, she was a young white girl or whatever. And then next thing you know, now that she's not the highest paid TikToker or at the top of the TikTok train or whatever, and then you see a black man that is now over the whole TikTok era. And instead of him, instead of pronouncing him by his name, you guys sit over here and say a laid out factory worker. Like you don't know his name. Now that that was definitely. Do you feel like that was disrespectful for them to address this young man? Uh, by his his last name is Lane. Uh, yeah, I think that's what his last name is. But do you feel like it was disrespectful? Do you feel like it was honestly honest mistake? Do you feel like it's a race situation? Do you feel like if he was a white man and he would have basically been at the top of the TikTok chains, do you feel like they would have appropriately sit up here and said? called him by his name but i do in my opinion i feel like it was very disrespectful because think about it if you are at the height of your success and career or whatever i would hate for someone to sit up and feel like saying something in your past or they'd be like oh a ex-con a former ex-con this this and that and now they're at the high like what do they have to do with him basically accomplishing a major thing and you guys sit over here and use it and you basically sit over here and say it like hey you know what i'm saying like okay yeah he was he was okay but uh you know he overthrown it so the disrespect was definitely there i do feel like it was definitely there when i sit up here and said that so uh what do you guys think do you feel like that it was an honest mistake uh was it too deep or do you feel like it does have something to do with the race and the gender so let me know what you guys think so breaking news the supreme court overturns roe versus race states can now move to ban abortions so i know this had definitely went viral there are basically putting a halt to all abortions in certain states and stuff like that and my outlook on this it is very sad i understand some people are saying it's pro-life some people have their different opinions hey we can agree to disagree but i'm just saying as a woman and as a mother and also just as a human being it definitely is upsetting when people sit over here and say that uh what you're supposed to do with your body like I, I don't like that and then i think i talked about this a while back ago i understand people have their different perspectives on abortions but it's a lot of kids that are in foster care it's a lot of kids that are being killed and murdered by people that are having these these kids and then next thing you know they cannot either provide or they're they're, they're dealing with some emotional tap attachment so for you guys to sit up here and feel like oh this is such a wonderful thing or it's not a big deal and oh i'm so proud that they they did that or whatever think about the person especially a woman that has to carry a child for nine months and then they have to deal with all these thoughts and stuff like that first of all pregnancy should be the most like stress reliever like far as like you shouldn't even be going through nothing throughout your pregnancy so just imagine yes we we are not perfect i understand because some people are like well y'all need to be make better decisions and stuff like that first of all it takes a man to produce a baby a woman i don't care how bad she wants the baby or not it takes a man's sperm to produce the baby so why are y'all not making these dudes that have multiple kids and these dudes that are so behind on child support get a vasectomy 
I don't see y'all sitting over here pushing that narrative or on the on the end of the day, it's just the simple fact is that yes, some people we do, we tend to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Every everything is not happy go lucky. But I'd rather for someone to have the ability to make a decision to be like, hey, I know I'm not gonna be able to give this child what they need. I know I'm not mentally stable and ready or prepared for this. And then learn from that and able to do whatever they want to with their bodies. So what do you guys think about this uh, situation? It was a clip of a young lady talking about it. I wanted to let you guys hear what she said. We're talking about the real reason the government wants to make abortion illegal and build the wall. An intelligent Jewish man named Ben Wattenberg wrote a book about this called The Birth Dearth. Take a look at this next video. Oh, now, white people are really frightened. If you don't understand the destruction of Planned Parenthood uh, offices, and you don't understand the wall that we're going to build on the southern border of the United States, you haven't read the book, The Birth Dearth by Ben Wattenberg. Ben Wattenberg was a brilliant Jewish man who was a member of the American Enterprise Institute. And he wrote a book, the first paragraph of which says, the main problem confronting the United States today is there aren't enough white babies being born in this country. He was an advisor to presidents of the United States. He wrote the book in 1987. He says there are, if we don't change this and change it rapidly, White people will lose their numerical majority in this country, and this will no longer be a white man's land. Now, I'm not misrepresenting this. I'm telling you exactly, almost exactly what he says. He says there are three things we can do to solve this. Number one, we could pay women to have babies, as they have been doing in Western European nations for years. Then he says, and these are his words, not mine. Unfortunately, we would have to pay women of all colors to have babies, so we don't want to do that. He says the second thing we could do is increase the number of legal immigrants that are allowed into this country every year. And once again, he says, unfortunately, the vast majority of those wanting to come to this day are people of color. So we don't want to do that. The third thing he says, and white men, women had better pay attention to this. 60% of the fetuses that are aborted every year are white. If we could keep that 60% alive, that would solve our birth dearth. Does that sound like racism to you? Now, regardless of how you feel about abortion, you have to see that the government is using religion as an excuse to control Americans. And you have to realize it is against people's human rights to force your religion onto them. Just because you are a Christian person who does not believe in abortion, that doesn't mean you need to force your values onto other people who do not practice that religion. Now, before you get mad, just remember, I presented facts to you. Facts that the government has hidden from Americans to mislead them of their true intentions. So today I'm going to be talking about the real reason the government wants to make abortion illegal. Okay, so that was a clip by a beautiful African-American woman. And uh, I seen that and I was like, okay, I'll definitely include that into today's segment. But um, yeah, that says a lot. It was kind of like, it kind of really summed up the reason why, you know, there was one reason in opinion of why people feel like that this is going the way it's going. And I was reading some of the comments and it's crazy because a lot of people was just like, wow, see why they're so busy thinking that it's only, you know, black women. We're only out here getting abortion. It's majority of white women that are getting these abortions and stuff like that. And they mad about that. They tired of them because they feel like, hey, 
day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all are, we're being outnumbered. You guys are going to the clinic way more than these other races. So therefore, we need to put a stop to that. And it's sickening because like I said, for and say, I think a lot of times people have a stereotype to think that, oh, it's only black people on government assistance. It's only black people that are receiving all these benefits and stuff like that. But when you look into it, and I think I even remember somebody actually uh, working for a company. They said, listen, if you really look into it or if they was to even break it down, you would think it's majority of black people that's on these assistants. We are outnumbered. We are definitely outnumbered, but it's so sickening how the, the government and the world is working right now. And I do feel like that people should have a choice, regardless of the fact. I, I just read a story, and it was on a, on a post or whatever, and this, this girl, she was saying like how she, she was in the process of having a baby. Now, she was scheduled for her labor to be induced because she had found out that her baby would not live and survive. Like she's been dealing with seizures and everything else throughout her pregnancy. So, you know, she'll be having like a stillborn. So she was in the process of basically getting the, uh, go ahead and inducing it so she can go ahead and start the process of the healing. And then when this law was put in place, her doctor called her and was just like, they would have to wait. They cannot do anything about it. And she was just saying like how the law is definitely, you know what I'm saying, affecting her because she was just like, do you not understand how painful and dramatic, traumatic this can be for me in the long run? Like I'm already dealing with the fact of a baby that I was prepared to have and was, you know, going throughout with the process or whatever. I'm not going to able to, I'm not able to have her because of health issues. And instead of me, able to at least go ahead and start in the healing process and removing her all the way i have to wait the whole nine months and then you know go from there so i just want to let you guys know like the people that are pro-life it's okay to be pro-life for whatever reason we can always agree to disagree but when it comes down to a person body because let's just be honest some people have to have you know uh certain procedures when it come down to it because they the mother cannot survive you know what i'm saying like they have honestly personal health issues to the point where they cannot produce kids or they will risk their life every time we have a child we are risking our life for this child you see what i'm saying whether we was prepared or not so it's like please give people that opportunity and respect i think a lot of people have so many different opinions about it and i mean no shade to the means out there but i don't feel like it's their you know they're and you know they should be able to have any input on there it's a woman body it's a woman nine months that she have to carry a child it's the risk of her being you know what I'm saying and other health issues and stuff like that that come along so if she's mentally prepared to do anything with her body let her have that choice let her have their choice and then y'all get upset when we sit up here and it's a population of different type of races and colors and babies all everywhere and the state have to help out these people because they wasn't mentally ready and prepared to even have it so just imagine the hurt and the pain that these kids are going to have to grow up with knowing that their parents are you know what i'm saying i always had these type of thoughts in their head so what do you guys think about that we're gonna wrap that up uh we're gonna wrap up this segment of this hot topic so what do you guys think about any other topics that we talked about i really do appreciate it if you tuned in thanks a lot here for me next time Mwah! smooches